for the day on Broadway for Thursday, May 10th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I don't get a lot of opportunities to brag about my beloved Cincinnati Reds, but ah. yesterday they were playing the New York Metropolitans. The Mets had a runner on second base, two outs, and all of a sudden the Reds manager, Jim Riggleman, comes out of the dugout, goes up to the umpire and says, um, sir, I believe the Metropolitans just batted out of order. <gasps> and uh, that ended their opportunity to score a run. The Reds ended up winning there like the first time they've won multiple games in a row all season. The Reds are terrible, but the Mets pulled something that you try not to do in T-ball and batted out of order. So, uh, yay, Reds. That, it, it, it's amazing that that can actually happen in Major League Baseball. Especially because most ballparks literally have the lineups yeah. on the scoreboards at all times. So, yeah, yeah it's just mind-boggling. It, it was a day game, so I, was, well, I wasn't watching the game, but I was following along on the Twitter machine. And I was like, wait, what happened? And I had to scroll through. But, hey, just goes to show you that even people that are getting paid millions upon millions of dollars can still make very obvious errors. Mm, that comes into play every day in the Broadway. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. want to say Broadway world. I want to say the Broadway yes, please. sphere, the Broadway sphere. Yes. And I often uh, wonder, you know, where would Marge shot be on t on Mr. Trump these days? Stop, please. Why, man? <laughs> Why you got to go there? Leave Marge and her dog Shotzi to alone. By the way, do you do you own the URL for uh, Broadway Sphere? Because uh, if not, you probably should. I have to look into the database to see. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to the news. First up in the news, Drew Galing, Sierra Bogus, and Moore. I don't know who this Moore person is. Lee Michael the Secret. Oh, Michael Moore, Secret Garden Lab. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you imagine? He'd be a great Mary. No, no, we're thinking, yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, yes, yesterday it was announced that a stable of stars would lead a lab of the Warren Carlyle-directed Broadway-bound production of The Secret Garden beginning later this month. The cast will include Clifton Duncan as Archibald, Drew Galing as Neville, Sierra Bogus as Lily, Amber Amon as Martha, Martha Adam Chandler Barat as Dickon, Brooklyn Shuck as Mary, Cameron Mann as Colin, our friend Matt Doyle as Albert, Sari and uh, Sally Ann Triplett as Medlock, and Jim Norton as Ben, uh, in addition to a few more folks. Obviously, the lab will run next week from May 19th through June 8th. If you remember, Bogus sang the role of Lily a couple years ago in a concert production, which kind of led to the interest in reviving the show. But the rest of the cast is different. And James, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. When we got this press release about the revival a few months ago, I kind of figured that this might be one of those shows that made a big announcement, hope to get people excited, maybe pull in some extra investors and get enough cash to mount the show. But then it would never actually make it to Broadway. Now, I'm I'm not sure if this lab announcement is just the exact same thing or maybe it is just getting people excited because they are ready to move forward to Broadway. Um, but the cast is interesting. You know, I kind of think at this point this show needs a star to succeed. There really isn't a, isn't a star in this show, as much as I love a lot of these people. But maybe they can line one up when it comes to Broadway. We know that Drew Galing is doing Dave out of town, which is supposedly Broadway bound as well. So who knows if he'll continue with one or the other. Um, Matt Doyle just did a lab or workshop or reading or something of the uh, Huey Lewis, uh, Huey Lewis musical, which is going to be out in California in February. So who knows if he'll continue with it. But 
So there could be cast shakeups, but I kind of feel like this this needs someone like a, a Josh Groban or a, a Hugh Jackman or, or somebody uh, to to really be successful on Broadway if it's not uh, in, a, in a not-for-profit house. Hmm. I wonder, Hugh Jackman, uh, could he sing one of those roles? I think he could. I mean, mm, debatable. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal could. Yeah, Jake. Jake and Hugh. Oh, that they, those would be good brothers right there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I love Secret Garden. and I uh, do not. Re- okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you finish. I, ha- I have to say, when I first saw Secret Garden on Broadway and I went into the theater cold not knowing anything, never having read the children's book or anything like that, I, I spent the first half an hour wondering why nobody sees all those other people who are right in front of them didn't know that they were, ah, yeah, dead. So, uh, yeah, and Spoiler. perhaps, yeah, yeah. Well, it's too soon. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not spoiling Infinity War though. Okay, so, <laughs> so I don't know um, if that was a directorial problem or a. Uh, some other thing that could be rectified, but um, sir, seriously, I, I love this show and I, I would love to see it again. This sounds like a great cast for commercial purposes. Of course, you're correct. And if it wants yeah. to run for any length of time, we're going to need to get a star in there. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, next up, the New York Times, the gray lady, the paper oh, of record, Shamalala Ling Long. The critics handicapped the Tony, the Tony race. Oh, man, James, this was painful. Mm, um, yeah. Both two articles, they doubled our pain. Mm. Um, first, the first one, they do this every year. Ben Brantley and Jesse Green um, went through all of the category, the major categories and said what they think will win, what should win, and then what should have been nominated. And again, I'm going to say it for the third year in a row. Why do they do a should have been nominated category when they're just going to say shows that were not actually eligible to be nominated because they were off Broadway? I understand trying to give praise to those things, but maybe just make another category and say off Broadway shows that we wish had been on Broadway. So they could have been nominated because what they're doing is they're eliminating the opportunity to highlight actual shows and people that were eligible for these awards but weren't nominated. So I wish that I, I wish they would get rid of that and just change their format. I could disagreed with two thirds of everything that they said in terms of both will win and should win, but that's neither here nor there. What I really want to talk about James is this accompanying article where the two went back and forth um, along with their editor, Scott Heller and talked about the nominations, talked about the Broadway season. And man, I got to tell you, I, I've enjoyed Jesse Green as a critic for for a long time, uh, even before he came over uh, to the New York Times. But I got to tell you, he came off really, really poorly in this article. I mean, the article opens with his line, if Broadway is our national theater, we're in trouble. That's a, it, I, I understand that a lot of people don't love this season. I personally didn't love a lot of what I saw the two times I was in New York and saw shows uh, for shows this season. But there was a lot of stuff to love. And it just I just feels like, am I supposed to pity the New York Times theater critic for getting to see all these shows and write about them for a living? Like, I don't understand what his gripe is, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. His tone throughout the entire article. Uh, You are not the only one that has mentioned this. Uh, Hmm. Okay, good. 
and uh, very very interesting um, th- that I, I've seen a number of folks in uh, the Broadway community mention this on social media. I've spoken to a few people who are like, "Wow, Jesse needs to get out of his own way because he's embarrassing himself." Yeah. Well, and, he's a good critic. Normally, yeah. I mean, like I don't really like what his criticisms, but this just seems really tone deaf. As for the New York Times, you know, thinking that, you know, two guys getting together to talk pithy about theater, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, two white guys, too. I mean, yeah, um, I will give I will give uh, uh, one thing that I, you know, I think is a, a pretty keen observation here. Ben Brantley, speaking of of SpongeBob, and he liked SpongeBob a lot more than Jesse Green did. Um, but Brantley said something that I hadn't thought of, but seems so obvious now that he said it. Um, he said, quote, I think the little miracle that happened there, SpongeBob, was not unlike what occurred 21 years ago when The Lion King opened. Again, an unorthodox director, uh, unorthodox director, Tina Landau for SpongeBob, Julie Taymor for The Lion King, was allowed to have her way, creatively speaking, with the prefab material and transform it into something genuinely and originally theatrical. I, you know, I think that's exactly what it is. Um, I, I didn't I didn't love SpongeBob as much as some other people did, but I really enjoyed it and appreciated it for its creativity and the boundaries that it pushed. And again, I feel like, you know, you and I both liked Frozen probably more than a lot of other people did. But I feel like maybe if well, one, they would have gotten a woman director because I think that show probably deserves a woman director. But if they would have just let Alex Timbers, who was the original director of that show, kind of do his Alex Timbers thing with it, it might have had a better reaction than kind of trying to stick to the tried and true of the film, which is what ended up on stage more or not. But I, I, I hadn't made the connection between Lion King and SpongeBob uh, until Brantley did. But I think that's really intelligent. So... um any chance that uh, maybe we can get Sarah Holdren to do a wish will want type of thing? I, I don't know, but I think that's a great format uh, that we do over on Some Like It Pop. But I would I would just like to hear her talk about the season as a whole. Um, absolutely. We'll have to uh, put that out into the universe, as Oprah said. You know, just <laughs> we're going to secret it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm visioning it in my head right now. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here we are in the recommendation section. What type of uh, recommendation, other than, of course, Sarah Holdren and Oprah, who are our two <laughs> spirit animals? I don't know if I'd call them animals. But anyway, yeah, um, you know, this is kind of weird to me, James. Um, there was so much anticipation for the uh, Encore's production of Grand Hotel a couple months ago that I feel like this last show of the season that they're doing, Me and My Girl, has not had a ton of buzz. Maybe I'm not in town, so I don't um, hear about it as much. But this show is led by two fantastic stars in Christian Bohr and Laura Michelle Kelly. And I don't feel like we've heard a lot about it. Maybe that's just me. It's got other great stars in it. Tony winner, Chuck Cooper, uh, Lisa O'Hare um, is directed by Warren Carlisle, well, directed and choreographed by Warren Carlisle. Um, and this one uh, begins performances uh, to, uh, last night. Last night we're recording on much. Yes, it begins performances last night, runs through uh, this weekend, and there are highlights out. It just looks like so much fun. I don't know much about this show other than the title song and the Lambeth Walk, um, but it just looks like a ton of fun, and I hope that people go out and see it. It's got some great tap dancing. Um, one of my 
my Broadway favorites, uh, Eloise Kropp is in it and uh, in the ensemble doing a bunch of tap dancing. But it just looks like a really fun show that I haven't heard much about in, I mean, really since Christian Borle was announced. I totally agree with you. I forgot that it was happening. Absolutely nobody's talking about it. But it's just this time of year when everything gets drowned mm -hmm. drown out over all the award seasons, uh, buzz and all the the massive media that's that's happening sure. right now. It's just yeah. getting drowned out. I'm so sorry. I mean I didn't even I didn't even <laughs> schedule a thought have a thought to schedule to see it. Now I have yeah. to check it out and see if I can still get in. Yeah. All right, Matt. Uh, it was a slow news day again. But what, uh, else yeah, do it you, was. what else do you have today? All right. Just a few stories that we want to do, uh, get everybody out with so they know what's going on. Yesterday, as part of its season announcement, Second Stage revealed that Kate Baldwin and Bryce Pinkham would lead the world premiere production of John Logan and Tom Kitt's new musical, Superhero. Love Little it. is... You, already you don't Love we don't even already. know anything about it yeah don't, i, I don't agree know. with you also before i keep going tom kitt is credited with writing the music and the lyrics for this i think that's the first time off the top of my head um yeah but anyway um yeah so little is known about the show now other than it's about a grieving widow assumably baldwin uh and her teenage son and the unlikely relationship they form with a stranger in the apartment building presumably pinkham the show will also feature kyle MacArthur in his professional acting debut presumably her Son. The company's off-Broadway season will also feature Stephen Levinson's Days of Rage, directed by Trip Coleman, Christopher Shin's Dying City, directed by Lila Neugebauer, of course it is, and a fourth show to be announced at a later date. At the top of the show, we also discussed the news that Clifton Duncan would participate in the upcoming Secret Garden Lab, but it wasn't the only Clifton Duncan news that we got on Wednesday, as it was also announced that he would join Tony winner Anika Noni Rose in Classic Stage Company's revival of Carmen Jones. Also, Manhattan Theater Club announced yesterday the cast for the world premiere of Donja R. Love's play, Sugar in Our Wounds, directed by Sahim Ali. The cast will feature Stephanie Berry, Sheldon Best, Fern Kozine, Tiffany Rochelle Stewart, and Chiaza Uchi. The show will begin performances on June 5th. Next, on Wednesday, the York Theatre Company announced the world premiere of the new musical Lonesome Blues, based on the life of legendary bluesman Blind Lemon Jefferson great name uh created by uh, alan uh, govinar and akiki babatundi uh who will also perform the show with david weiss on guitar performances are set to begin june 12th for a three-week limited run through july 1st and finally today's the day you are going to hear in this very feed later today the first standalone episode of theater throwback natalie nowak is taking the reins on that project over the summer and she has a great episode lined up for you later today james we haven't decided on a time to release that but it'll be coming out presumably afternoon early evening 5 55 p.m there we go. 12 hours after this episode comes out. Sounds good to me. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes in broaderradio.com. All right. Well, you know, Clifton Duncan, we're going to have to make a section in the uh, in the podcast <laughs> for him, just like uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and uh, Ben Scott Rudin. Scott Rudin. Yeah. yeah. Laura Benanti. Yeah, we got a lot of sections now. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of talented people. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And uh, yesterday was a very sad one-year anniversary of the passing of Robin Big Star, uh, Big Black Boykin. So uh, peace out to him. All right. My name
My name is James Marino from BroadwayVideo.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us, and come on back tomorrow, and Matt and I will get you into the weekend. Thank you.